Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Thank you, Father. We come to you with a hungry heart. We ask you, Lord, to open our eyes to see the mysteries of heaven. And we want to hear what the Spirit of God wants to say to all of us, Lord. We are hungry to receive, to learn, and we promise you that we will be the doer of your words. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Let me read Romans chapter 8, verse 14 one more time. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. We have learned from the last session that God wants us to live a higher plane of life. That is to be led by the Spirit of God 24 hours a day and seven days a week. That's why He wants us to learn this lesson together in this series. And we're going to develop this lifestyle as time goes by. It will not happen overnight. You will not be expert overnight in this area. But as you press into this lifestyle, eventually it will be the way you live every single day. Let me read John chapter 16 verse 7 again from the Amplified Bible. However, I am telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, adventitious for you that I go away, because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, advocate, intercessors, strengthener, and standby will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. The Amplified Bible expanded the meanings of parakletos, or the word helper. The Holy Spirit is our helper, is our comforter, counselor, advocate, intercessors, and also strengthener and standby. As a believer, we don't need to stay sorrowful or sad forever. When our loved ones pass away, we may cry for maybe a few days or a few weeks, but then the comforter would comfort our heart and help us to realize that our believing loved ones are in better place now. They are in heaven after they pass away. That's why we need to hurry to evangelize to the unbelieving loved ones and get them saved as soon as possible because we have a guarantee salvation for those who believe in Jesus Christ. Not only He is our comforter, He is also our counselor. Thank God for the godly leaders. Thank God for the word of prophecy, tongues and interpretation. Thank God 
for the godly advice from the godly friends. Thank God for the godly advice and counsel from your pastor and leaders. The reason God has to put all of these things in the body of Christ because many of us are still immature and don't know how to listen to God directly or how to be led by the Spirit of God inside. That's why He put all these people around you. But even with the godly advice, we need to still learn to listen to the Holy Spirit ourselves. Because man can make mistakes. If Pastor Lau gives you advice, and I believe I listen to God, it's from God. And after you listen to me and obey me, and your life fails miserably, don't blame me. You need to blame yourself because you have the same Holy Spirit on the inside of you that you can listen to and you can receive His direct advice. I may say something, but the Holy Spirit may say another thing. That's why you need to listen to God yourself. Amen? When you are baby Christians, when you are still young in the Lord, you need your spiritual parents to help you. But as a pastor, I do not want you to be babies forever. I want you to come to the point that you don't need my email address and you don't need my cell phone because you don't need to call me anymore. Daddy, spiritual daddy, what I should do? You can talk to the Holy Spirit yourself. He can tell you what to do. You don't need me anymore. That's the goal of the local church, is to train members to be strong and mature enough to be able to be led by God Himself. He is our counselor. Therefore, from now on, every time you hear the advice from man, please make sure that you also pray and listen to the Holy Spirit. Make sure that what you hear from Him or from that man or that woman is in accordance with what the Holy Spirit say into your heart. Amen? So we need to learn, both sides, we need to learn how to listen to the advice of the godly counselor or godly pastor or mentors. But we, at the same time, need to listen to God. My dear brother and sister, we are in the better covenant than the time of Isaiah, Elijah, and Elisha. In that generation, God's people have to go to the prophet to ask the message from heaven through the prophet. But today, in our new covenant here, we are living in the better and new covenant. All of us have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In the time of Peter, John, and Matthew, when Jesus was talking to John, Peter had to wait. When Jesus was sleeping, they all had to wait. When Jesus was ministering and preaching, they all had to wait to talk to him. But nowadays, we can talk to the Spirit of God anytime. Jesus was one man. He had limitation in the physical realm. He cannot be everywhere at the same time. He cannot talk to everyone all the time. 
He was so limited by the physical body and the physical law, but the Holy Spirit is in us, every one of us, all the time. He can speak to us while we are lying down on the bed. Actually, I started New Hope International Church because for one whole month, the Holy Spirit picked the right time to talk to me. I was a resident at the hospital, working as a neurosurgeon. I was busy all day thinking about patient, how to please my boss. But when I put my head on the pillow in 1987, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. Could you please take care of my chief in Seattle? And I said, no, I'm too busy. Then the next night, at the time I put my head down, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit again, very clear in my heart. Could you please take care of my chief in Seattle? I said, no. He kept telling me about one month. And after one month, I said, yes. Within only one month, the church started. Because he planned to do that all along from the creation of the world. That he's going to pick this man to be the pastor of this church. But he was speaking to me while I was lying down quietly at home. I was not busy at that time. He can speak to you while you're driving. While he is speaking to you in the car, he is able to speak to me at the same time while I was performing surgery at Overlake Hospital. He can speak to everyone at the same time, anytime, anywhere, throughout the whole earth. No limitation. It's a better covenant in this generation. Amen? It's better. Everyone say it's better. It's awesome. It is adventitious. Is this profitable? The Holy Spirit is in me. He can guide me. He can lead me. He give me knowledge and understanding anytime, anywhere in this world. Therefore, we have a better provision from God. We have a better covenant. Don't be envious of Peter. Don't be jealous of John and Matthew. We should be happy that we are living in this generation, that we have the Holy Spirit with us all the time. This is the reason why God records this scripture two times in the Bible. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34. The Bible says, No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, say the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Let's look at the book of Hebrews, chapter 8, verse 11. That was the Old Testament, now the New Testament. None of them shall teach his neighbor, or none his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. You just listen to the testimony of a young girl that God showed up himself to her. God chose her heaven. I have never seen heaven in my life. She saw heaven. She saw Jesus. Jesus touched her. So what it means here is that we are living in the generation that the Holy Spirit 
can directly teach us, guide us, show us the way, reveal to us the things of God directly. Thank God for the teacher like me. Thank God for the prophet and the pastor and evangelist. But at the same time, you can know your God directly yourself. You don't need me all the time. God can speak to you at your home in any city around the world. What a privilege! What an honor! What a great thing that we can be led by the Holy Spirit. He is our intercessor. If you don't know what to pray for your mom and your dad or your brother and sister, you hook up to the Holy Spirit, and He will help you to pray for them because He is our intercessor. And not only that, if you don't know what to pray. In your language, you begin to pray in tongues in the heavenly language, and you can pray like that for other people, for your kids, your wife, your husband. You can pray by the leading and the impartation of the Holy Spirit, because He is our intercessor. He knows exactly what we should pray for people. He is our advocate. He is the one in the name of Jesus who brings the message from heaven to us. He stand between the Father, Jesus, and us. When we want to know something from heaven, He is our advocate. He brings the message from heaven. He is the one who gives us the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. When you read the Bible, you understand all the verses in depth, in spiritual way, not just a head knowledge, because the Holy Spirit is our advocate. And he will teach us and show us what God tried to say from each verse in the Bible. He is our strengthener. When you feel weak, he can help you to be strong again. I totally understand this because sometimes I did not sleep all night because the hospital kept calling me, and in the next morning I have to go and perform big surgery. I will pray in the spirit, and the Holy Spirit strengthen me to do the job. And when I go out on a mission trip, I am the man who is very sensitive to jet lag. I have a hard time with jet lag. So when I began to step up on the pulpit to preach, God strengthened me to be able to preach in another land and able to fulfill the mission that God called me to do. He is our standby. He is with us all the time, everywhere, any place. Up or down, he is with us. The, but the problem is this: most of us let him standing by forever. We never allow him to get involved with our daily affairs, daily life, daily activities. He just stand by there, and we just leave him alone all day long. We never talk to him. We never allow him to talk to us. He just stand there and get lonely all the time because we ignore him completely. Yes. He is our standby, but don't let him stand by and be quiet. Let him talk to you. Amen. The Holy Spirit helps many Christians a lot more than others. This is the fact. The Holy Spirit is not a respecter of persons. He is not a god of prejudice. You say, "Why God speak to Pastor Lau more than me?" No, no, I'm not more special than you. You are the one who will allow him to speak to you. 
You need to be hooked up to Him and allow Him to lead you. He can lead you from when you wake up. How to make your hair style? He's the best hairstylist. He can help you to put makeup on your face because he is the best. What you call makeup specialist? Huh? <laughs> he ha- can help you to cook because he's the best cook in the world. He can help you to make breakfast. He help you to dress up because he is the best. Fashion expert, he is the best surgeon. He can help you all day long to perform surgery. He's the best advisor. When you give advice to your kids, to your husband, to your wife, if you hook up to him, he can give you the best advice. He is everything. He knows everything about everything. We can be led by him all the time. In everything we do, not just about preaching and teaching, he can help us constantly in every single detail of our life. This is my habit. I don't want to spend time in a shopping mall too long. So when I drive into the shopping mall, the first action I have is Holy Spirit, tell me turn right or turn left in this parking lot, because I want the parking spot. Right away, I don't want to keep driving and driving and driving. So sometimes God told me drive to the right side, and bam! When I drive in there, the parking is there. <laughs> If I turn left, I may spend another five minutes looking for the parking spot. He is the best. You can talk to him all the time. He is the best of everything. But for some people, the Holy Spirit cannot help them at all, all day long. He is not a respecter of person, but the Holy Spirit cannot help them because they ignore him all the time. After listening to this series of teaching, I pray that you develop the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, and you will change the lifestyle to be led by the Holy Spirit all the time. You learn how to lean on Him. You learn how to. Depend on him, to follow him, while other people ignore him all the time, and that's why you go higher and higher in your life. You are successful. You are blessed financially. Everywhere you go, people like you. You say the right word that your customer will buy the product from you. You say the right thing all the time, and everyone look at you. Why you are so smart? Why you so good? You say no, no, I'm not smart. I follow the Holy Spirit. That's why I say the right thing at the right time, doing the right thing all the time. You're gonna live a supernatural life. Proverbs chapter three, verses five to six. The Bible says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths." Trust in the Lord. It's about faith. It's about trusting God. It's about knowing Him personally, and you don't depend on your own human understanding, because sometimes God can speak to you something that is opposite to your understanding. Do you trust Him enough to do what He says? 
you can depend on your own understanding, or you can let him lead you. And in all your ways, everyone say all my ways. How to cook, how to do the hairstyle, how to dress, how to drive. Which street you gonna pick? Which direction? Go on the freeway or not freeway? How you gonna talk to your customer? Picking or choosing your spouse? How you gonna raise your kids? How you gonna teach your children? How you gonna handle these problems? All your ways, everything in your life, acknowledge Him. Realize that He is there. He is with me. He is my standby. I'm gonna depend on Him. Everything in my life, I will trust God and depend on God. I will not live by my intellect. I will not go by my just five physical senses. I will not go by reasonings, by logics, statistics, hot flash, cold flash, goosebump. I'm gonna go by what the Holy Spirit tell me. I'm not gonna flip the coin. And say head or tail, I will listen to the Holy Spirit all the time. I will be led by the Holy Spirit because I have the Helper on the inside of me. I have the Advocate on the inside of me. Everyone say, Holy Spirit, lead me, please. Help me every day. Teach me. Show me the best way. I learn one thing. I cannot do anything. The best I can, and the way it should be done, without the help of the Holy Spirit. Let me repeat one more time. I have learned in my life, I cannot do anything. The best I can, and the way it should be done, without the help of the Holy Spirit. He helped me in the natural things. He helped me in the spiritual thing. He will help me any time I cry out to him. I can depend on him all the time. He can help me tie my shoes. He will help me run my medical practice. The Holy Spirit know everything about everything, and no man in the world knows everything. And even though they boast that they know everything, they don't know everything. That's why, please be. Humble. Please depend on God. Don't think that you are smart enough. Don't think that you know enough. We need the Holy Spirit. We don't know everything. I mentioned to a pastor this morning. I tell you the truth. As a pastor, one of the most difficult people that I handle and Minister two, are uh, the old believers who are prideful. Old believers think they know a lot, so they don't listen anymore. They sit there. Oh, I don't believe in this. I don't believe in this. I know the Bible. I've been Christian for 30 years. But the easiest group of people to handle and to pastor are new believers who are hungry for God, and they're just like a sponge, absorbing and learning and changing all the time because they're humble. They want to learn. I want to encourage all the old believers who are listening to this teaching. Please humble yourself and admit that you don't know everything. You know in part. You need the ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Humble yourself before the Lord. Amen. He knows about banking. He knows about investment. He knows about house cleaning. He knows about how to make the best pad thai, the best Philippines food. He knows how to cook. He's the best baker. He can bake very well. And if we follow him, we will not get into the bad things. He knows how to do childcare. He knows how to make investment with our money, which land we need to buy, which house we should buy. He knows about the automatic transmission of your car. He knows about the tractor. He knows about the engine. He knows about everything. He knows about what medicine you should take. He knows about surgery. Everything. We should depend on him. Everything we do. And when you have a question, who you should ask first? Human or the Holy Spirit? We should ask the Holy Spirit first, instead of asking people first. I don't mean that you should not ask people. You should ask people if you want some more wisdom, and because the Holy Spirit can speak to people too. But at the same time, you should ask Him about anything in your life, everything in your life. Pastor Da always mentioned to me that she is a simple woman. She never thought that she is a smart leader or something like that. And she always prayed to God, "What should we do for the Christmas program? What should we do for the opening program of the camp?" She is not that type of have a lot of ideas, but what she does, she prays. She talks to God. She say, "Holy Spirit." Tell me what to do in this camp. Tell me what to do for the Christmas program, and then suddenly the Holy Spirit dropped the idea into her heart. Oh, I get it! I get it! This is what we should do for this Christmas celebration. This is what we should do. Sometimes she doesn't know what to cook that day to feed her husband. She will talk to the Holy Spirit, and suddenly God say, "Cook this, cook that." You see, He is the best advisor. If we follow the Holy Spirit, we will not do anything wrong at all. Everything we do will be right all the time. We are not going to go into the wrong direction. We are not going to associate with the wrong kind of people. We will not waste a great amount of money and time and energy and everything in our life. We will save a lot of money. If we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, we will not waste our resources. If we just look to Him and listen to Him all the time, a lot of people waste money away, buy the wrong thing, put money in the wrong investment, associate with the wrong crowd of people, get into trouble because they lead their own life. They don't listen to the Holy Spirit. James chapter four verse two, the Bible say, and yet the reason you don't have what you want is that you don't ask God for it. You don't know direction. You don't know how to do business. You don't know who you should associate with because you don't ask the Holy Spirit. Start to ask. Everyone say ask. Even little little thing in your life, ask Him. He will not be bothered by you. 
Remember this: He is a good, loving God. He is happy to help you even in little, little things in your life. Little things. Today, should I use that color for my lipstick, or use this one? Today, which perfume I should put on my body? Holy Spirit, help me. Amen. With little, little thing, all the time. Should I go to the right lane or I stay in the middle lane when I drive? What should I do? Ask him, listen to him, and be connected to him all the time. Look to him first, and ask him to lead you. The Holy Spirit is not a force. The Holy Spirit is not an energy. The Holy Spirit is not just a power. The Holy Spirit is a person. That's why we don't call the Holy Spirit it. We call him him, he, because he is the person. We need to treat him as a person. When you call a piano, you call it. You can hug the piano, and you kiss the piano, and you speak to the piano, but the piano will not kiss you back. Will not talk to you back. The piano just sit there. You call the piano it, but you don't call the Holy Spirit it because He is a person. Electricity is not a person. You call it, but you don't call God it. You call Him. Every time Jesus called the Holy Spirit, He used the masculine pronouns. Let us look at this. John chapter fourteen, sixteen to seventeen again. John fourteen sixteen to seventeen, and I pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, that He, everyone say He, may abide with you forever, the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither see Him, everyone say Him, nor knows Him, everyone say Him, but you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. John chapter sixteen seven to fifteen. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth: it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send Him. Everyone say Him to you. And when He has come, He has come. Not it has come. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judge. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. This is interesting. Sometimes the pastor tries to preach something. You sit there, you like, what is he talking about? Because you cannot bear it now. You're too immature to get the message. Sometimes God has to stop and say, "Wait for them to grow up a little bit more to hear this message. The message is too deep, too strong to bear." However, when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, and for He will not speak on His own things or His own authority, but whatever He hears, hear from who? From the Father, He will speak, and He will tell you 
things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare to you all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Who knows the future? Holy Spirit. Who knows everything about the Bible? Who knows the meaning of the word in the Bible? Who knows the will of the Father? He knows everything. Is that right? And Jesus, in these two short passages of the Scripture, Jesus called the Holy Spirit, He, Him, 17 times. In these two passages, he used the masculine pronouns. He is a person, not an it, not an object, not an energy. Now we need to recognize that we are relating to a person in our life. This is not just an energy. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. The spirit himself, not itself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Holy Spirit lives in our spirit here. Our body has three parts. The physical body, the mind, the mind is working to our brain. The mind linked to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in the third part, the spirit. Everyone say the body, the mind. The Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit? In our spirit. And the Holy Spirit who is in our spirit bears witness, speaking to our spirit in here. Romans chapter 8, 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray. For as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession. He is an intercessor for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. When you don't know what to pray, the Spirit on the inside of you will tell you what to pray. And if you don't even know what to pray in English, or in Mandarin, or in Tagalog, or in your language, you can start to pray in the heavenly language. The Holy Spirit, who knows the will of the Father, for example, you sit there, I don't know what happened to my mom right now in Taiwan. I don't know what happened to my brother in Indonesia right now. But the Holy Spirit convicts you. Intercede for him right now. So, you don't know what to pray in human language. You begin to pray in tongue. The Holy Spirit knows everything about everybody on earth, about any situation, so He can pray through your spirit out of your mouth. That's why it's wonderful to be filled with the Holy Spirit and pray in tongue. When I drive to church on Sunday morning, I pray in tongue. When I be, before I perform surgery, I pray in tongue, but the nurse cannot hear. I pray in tongues quietly. I don't shout it out loud. I pray in tongues. When I look at the films of x-ray, 
And want God to show me what kind of surgery, exactly the specific surgery to do. I begin to pray in tongue. And when I pray in tongue, the revelation come. The Holy Spirit began to reveal to me what's going on. I don't know what to pray in English or in Thai, but I can pray in the heavenly language. He is the person. He is not an object. Therefore, we can relate to him. We can fellowship with him. We can talk to him, and he can talk to us. We can have relationship with him and in an intimate way, in order to really be led by the Holy Spirit. The first thing we need to know: He is a person, and He is not only a person; He is a divine person. He is God. He is not an object. He is the Creator. He was involved in the creation from the book of Genesis, chapter one. He's the Almighty God who lives on the inside of you. He's the greater one than the spirit in the world. He's very big, very powerful. Amen. So we need to recognize he's a person. The book of Acts talk about the acts of somebody. Many people think that the book of Acts. Is the acts of the apostle is wrong, because the book of Acts talking about the acts of also evangelist, pastor, disciple, regular people who believe in Jesus, not only the apostle. Therefore, the right title of the book of Acts should be the book of Acts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is so real to them in that generation. Is he real to you? When I look at the eyes of people who know the Holy Spirit, touched by the Spirit, experience the reality of the Holy Spirit, when you look through their eyes, you can tell they know their God. They know who God is. Amen. God wants you to have a personal experience of Him yourself. Not just only the pastor like me. That's why everywhere I go, I lay hand on every single head. I want them to be touched by the Holy Spirit, so that they will know God directly themselves. They don't have to wait for me to tell them what to do. They can hook up to the Holy Spirit themselves. The disciple in the early church, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. They were filled with the Holy Spirit again and again and again. Four, Acts chapter two, Acts chapter four, Acts chapter twelve, again and again, Acts chapter six too. They were filled with the Holy Spirit again and again. The early church disciples knew who the Holy Spirit was. They had a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit got involved in every detail of their ministry and their personal life. Should the Holy Spirit be real in this generation? Are we in the same universal church? Yes, that is the first church. We are in the same universal church, and if the Holy Spirit was real to them, should He be real to us today? Absolutely, and actually, it should be even more, because the Bible says in the book of Haggai, chapter two, the glory of the latter house, we are the latter house, will be greater than the early house. The early house is the early church. 
Christian in this generation should know the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit, and have the intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, and experience the greater measure of the Holy Spirit than the early church. Amen. Hallelujah. We should experience the power of the Holy Spirit more than even the early church. I'm so thankful to read the story of Peter and Paul and all these people. But I say to God, God, I want more than that. That one day, not only my shadow fall on the sick and they will get healed, but I just pray on the phone, they get healed without my shadow there. They just watch my YouTube teaching and they get healed at the spot. I don't need to go there. That's what I heard all the time. People Facebook me, email me that, wow, God heal me by I'm watching your YouTube. We don't need the shadow anymore. We can be 2,000 miles away because we are in the greater dimension of the Spirit of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Some of you look so excited. Really? I'm so excited that we are living in this generation that the glory shall be even greater than before. But it's up to you. It's up to you what you want. God will never force you. For me, Pastor Lau, I want more. I want greater dimension of the Holy Spirit. I want more of God in my life. I want to know Him more. I want to be close to the Holy Spirit. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. I don't want to be led by the flesh, by the reasoning, by man's opinion, by pressure of life, by people come and cry to me and say, can you give me money? And I just feel that I should give you money because I feel pressure from people. When people ask me for money, I will pray to the Holy Spirit. Should I give him? Maybe he take that money to go pay gamble. No, I'm not going to give because the same amount of money, I can do something else better. So you need to be led by the Spirit all the time. Not by man's pressure, by circumstances, by the tears of people. Amen? Led by the Spirit all the time. Hallelujah. We continue to write the book of Acts. We will continue tonight about the book of Acts. We're going to learn how the Holy Spirit led the disciple in the book of Acts tonight in detail. Amen? Hallelujah. Do you learn something today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your people. We know, Lord, that the truth is so important to us to understand. And now we are learning the truth concerning your Holy Spirit, the Spirit-led living, Lord. We want to grow in this area. We want to develop this lifestyle of being led by the Spirit every day. We will not be carnal people. We will not be led by our flesh. We will not be solid people led by our brain. But we will be spirit-led people all the time. Filled with the Holy Spirit. With love, with grace, with faith and mercy and wisdom. We will know what heaven knows. We will walk in the direction that heaven wants us to walk, Lord. Help us every day. Train us in this generation, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Continue to work in our life and through our life. 
just like the disciples in the book of Acts. Thank you, Father. Bless everyone who listened to this teaching, Lord. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Use them indeed in a mighty way by the power and the grace of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.